Today on the Profitable Trady Podcast. Thing is about the telephone, actually, it's so direct. Therefore, it's the quickest way to actually drum up some work. We call it dialing for dollars. Nowadays, it's like email marketing and you know Facebook ads and stuff. And actually, when you get a, a phone call, it, it actually can be a little bit left field. It really cuts through the noise. It's best not just to jump on a call and say, "Oh, do you have any jobs I can do?" And sound a bit like you know a beggar on the street corner with your you know cap in hand. Like seriously, the cheese works. The cheese is funny. Uh, the cheese is cheesy because it's cheesy. It's funny because it's cheesy, and it works because it's cheesy. If you've ever needed more jobs quickly without spending lots of money on marketing, tune into this episode where we outline the cheapest and most direct way to get your business its next job. You're listening to the Profitable Tradie Podcast, where every week we help you make more money, get your time back, and make life and business a whole lot more fun. Join us as we transform your plumbing, electrical, or similar service business into a successful operation. Don't miss a beat. Hit the follow button. Let's get started. Hey there, Tony Fraser-Jones, the host of the Profitable Trading Podcast. Uh, looking forward to hanging out today on this episode with my uh, mate Phil Smith, co-host. How are you doing there, Philly Bowl? Always good, as usual. That You say that every time? I say that every time. I've got to come up with a better line, but I just don't have one. I'm always good. You're full of lines. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not, what are we talking today. about? <laughs> mate, we're talking about how to get more work for your business quickly and in a cost-effective way. And I think like sometimes in business, you just need to get some more work. Uh, perhaps you have a project that falls over at the last minute or your work pipeline's running dry. Maybe you've just been busy doing all the work that you actually have at the moment and you haven't had time to price the next lot of jobs, but you need a way to actually get work quickly and fill those gaps. Yeah, for sure. It happens to everyone. And uh, one of the best ways uh, to actually fill your, your schedule or your calendar and it's a very old strategy that's kind of gone out of fashion, but it's still the quickest way to a sale, and that is the actual telephone, or you know, as we say, the old dog and bone. Yeah. Uh, you probably can't remember, but you actually had to dial a telephone at one stage. Oh, no, I had one of them, mate. I am actually old enough for that one. Pretty cool. Yeah. I even had one with buttons. had a very long cord, so you could like walk into another room. Ah, for a bit of privacy. you had to slam the door on the cord, which is, you know. Awkward. Very awkward. Thing is about the telephone, actually, it's so direct. Yeah. Like, it's better than in person or email or even text. If you can actually talk to someone, it is the quickest way between two people, and therefore it's the quickest way to actually drum up some work. And it's a very powerful and cost-effective strategy. Yeah. We call it dialing for dollars. Dialing for dollars. And I'm sure we have a story to kick that off. Well, funnily enough, uh, I, I started this business uh, a long time ago. Um like 2009, 2010. Once upon a time, and when dinosaurs roamed the earth. I didn't know much about marketing, but I'd done a sales course, and uh, they taught us how to use the telephone. Uh, and so I simply got uh, the phone book uh, back, you know. Remember the phone book? There are still phone books, actually. Those were the days, There are friend. still phone books. They exist. Yeah. So They're used for people to rip them apart in strongman competitions. That, that's right, or doorstops. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, uh, I just got a list of... Uh, people from the business and builders and, and uh, plumbers and electricians. And uh, I had a script and I just called them up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was make like 40, 50 calls a day, booking some appointments to catch up with some people, talk about their business. And uh, within 10 weeks, I think we had 12 clients we were working with and that was just through using uh, the telephone. So it's kind of weird. We're doing this podcast now. Yeah. Uh, but actually this all kicked off from using, uh, you know, telemarketing uh, yeah. way back in the... Uh, the dark ages. Yeah. The thing I love about it as well is it, it really has come back around. I mean, like, you know, telemarketing at one point became so uh, 
you know, so just common. You can telemarket it by everyone. But now, uh, nowadays, it's like email marketing and, you know, Facebook ads and stuff. And actually, when you get a, a phone call, it, it actually can be a little bit left field, really cuts through the noise. So It does. And yeah. we did a training for our members on this. Um, it was probably a couple of years ago, actually. Yeah, uh, oh, so it was. It was yeah. in the middle of the pandemic. Every four months, we get together with all our members and we have a, a, a two-day boot camp. We drill into some really cool topics and get together and share wins and, and ideas. Mm. And we did this training called Dialing for Dollars. Basically, what we did, we taught the, the members, you know, the nuts and bolts of, of uh, telemarketing, gave them a script and said, right, we're going to spend 40 minutes. Uh, actually, you're going to call people while I sit here and do nothing, which was awesome, <laughs> uh, call people and book jobs in. Yeah. And it was insane. Like, in 40 minutes across the group, 273 new jobs were booked in. Yeah. Like, added up across the group. Yeah. Uh, so this is incredibly powerful. Uh, and people were just buzzing. They're like, flipping heck, I never even thought about this. This is so simple and so easy to do. Well, it was actually really electric watching it because uh, at the start of the module, you know, when you're, yep. when you're telling people this is what we're going to do, you saw the the first part was the dread and the fear of, ah, oh, I'm not going to want to do that. I'm going to turn my Zoom camera off. No, 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 don't turn yep. your camera off. Um, and sure enough, everyone started making calls and you saw the facial expression change over that 40 minutes from you know, a little bit of scepticism and fear and reluctance. And then by the end of it, it was just buzzing. Like people were just taking another call, another call, another call. And they looked ecstatic and they were just like smashing it. And people yeah. were high-fiving and cheering and, you so know, writing in the chat. Yeah, the wow, chat, got the another chat job. was just blowing it up. It was crazy, yeah. With people about the jobs they were, you know, they were booking in. It was awesome. Uh, and so all of this, you know, the marketing or the sales work they were doing actually was costing nothing except for some legwork. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, just toughening up and making the calls. So... It's incredibly powerful. I think it'd be uh, really, really helpful. You know, at the moment, some people are a little bit slower in some places for work. Uh, you know, some of the economy is a little bit soft in places. Uh, but there's plenty of work out there if you if you know how to do it. And having a way to do it that's quick and simple yeah. is, is massive. So um, I think this is going to be really helpful. Yeah, I think it's awesome. And I think a uh, few problems we run into if we don't have a dialing for dollars process, right? Well, I think the first one is there's a lot of wasted opportunities. So, you know, there are people out there. Uh, who just don't get around to getting the job done. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe you can think in your own house or business, there's probably some things you've wanted to get done for ages. Oh, I've got 10 of them right now. Yeah, and, and uh, we have a bunch of rental properties, and there's always stuff that needs to be, not necessarily has to be fixed now, but you want to get fixed, maybe it's the extra PowerPoint or get an extractor fan or uh, a new heater or whatever it is, and you just kind of know you'll get around to it. But there's people out there who are just waiting for someone to ask them, you know, can they do it for them? Oh, mate, I've got three or four things I've yep. been promising my I would do for for about six months. And honestly, if someone called up and said, hey, I'll just do that for you, I'd be like, yep, sweet, awesome. come around, please. A lot of your clients, the people you know, around you that you can help, they're actually busy and they're just disorganized like the rest of us. So there's opportunities out there if we can just turn up. We basically have to show up. Yeah. Uh, so that that's that's really powerful. And and just remember that when you when you are jumping on the phone, you're actually doing a service for people. They won't, they won't say yes to your call if they don't need you or don't want to. Yeah. Um, yeah, so sometimes you just have to show up, and the phone is a really quick way to show up. It's an easy way to get in front. If you don't have a good process for dialing, you're going to have idle hands as well. Yeah. So that means you're going to have people potentially sitting around. So you'll be like, oh, well, the schedule's a bit light, uh, work's dried up, project's fallen over, whatever, or it's been pushed back, or the supplier issues, whatever it is. And you'll be like, oh, what do I do? Well, they can clean the vans or the utes or the trucks. Maybe they can tidy the warehouse mm. or, or the factory. That actually costs you big time. Yeah, it's money you can never get back. It's you know work you can never sell again. So that's important. And and the last thing is, maybe you 
you have tried this, but you really don't know how to go about it because there is a way to do this and a way that doesn't work so well. Mm. And you can end up feeling really tongue-tied and a bit shy and nervous actually about getting on the phone. I mean, I'm sure if you're listening, you've felt like that. Maybe you've had to chase up work or ask for jobs or chase up money, whatever it is. You know, what happens if they say no? Yeah. What happens if they laugh at me? And let's be honest, that's a really real fear. Like rejection is a very basic human fear. Yeah. And and our two sort of needs, you know, we need to be loved uh, and we need to know that we're good enough right at the bottom. Mm. Uh, it's a bit D&M already. Sorry, I went there quickly. But no, but it's true though. It's true. And, uh, you know, we can feel that fear of rejection is very powerful for some people. So if you know how to do this in the right way, you can bust through that, uh, which is very, very powerful. I think on top of that, Tony, is, is something that's probably more prevalent these days as well because, I mean, I remember the one thing I do remember from back in the day is uh, if you wanted to talk to your mates or anything like that, uh, you had to call them up on the phone and who knew who was going to pick the phone up? I mean, it, often it was their dad. I remember um, calling a, a few young ladies for very polite chats uh, and, you know, you call them up and the dad picks up and who do you want to speak to? And, and you know, there was this whole thing of you had to take that risk of actually speaking to a real-life person that might not be who you want to talk to, making polite conversation, and then getting on and speaking to somebody else. And, again, having to talk to them in real time and not having time to carefully curate your message or anything like that and put little emojis. And you didn't have any of that. You had to actually talk to people in real time. But you don't have to anymore. And I think people are getting more and more used to that. And, as a result, the very thought of having to speak to someone on the phone in real real time that I don't know is honestly terrifying. We're out of practice. I'm surprised that you were short of words, mate. Uh, oh, like, no, I wasn't, but oh, I, you right. know, I've seen other people. Right. You used yeah. to film, like, training calls for your mates about... Yeah, I'm like, this, this is how to speak to the dad, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silver-tongued devil. Oh, never. Mate. Well, on the other hand, look, if we do have a process for dialing for dollars, uh, big upsides. Well, the thing I think that's powerful is you're basically locked and loaded. You've actually got a tool in your toolbox that you can use to deal with gaps in your workflow. It's like you've got a weapon or a tool to use. It's there, and so you can you know, uh, use it, pull the trigger on it if you like, to, to actually make the workflow happen, which helps with confidence. Yeah, you know, You're not feeling at the, the, the mercy of the world, the, the economy, your clients, whatever. Mm. You can make your own economy because you're actually starting to take responsibility for you know, generating consistent revenue, which is what it's all about. So you can keep your team busy. You've actually got the confidence too to you know make decisions about growing the business because you know you've got some tools in your toolbox to actually keep the work coming. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people when they grow, they go, yeah, but what if I run out of work? You know, what if there's a gap in the in the calendar and got people sitting around? Whereas for you, it would be so. I'll just jump on the phone and fill that gap. It's that simple. Anyway, next problem. You know, like you can you can just get on and do it. I mean, you would fill that gap, wouldn't you? I always fill the gap, mate. Yeah, fill in the gap. Nice. Uh, so, and I, you do feel confident. Like, if you know how to do it, you can feel really confident about making these calls. It's actually, it's a big personal development thing. And this is the weird thing about business, right? You know, to be better at business, you actually have to develop as a person. You actually have to improve your your ability to do things that are difficult, you know, to, to take some emotional hardship, some mental hardship, take on those challenges, put yourself in a position where you don't feel comfortable. Yeah. Because this is the thing. The money, the growth, and the success live in the uncomfortable area. Totally. And growth you, lives just outside your comfort zone. Growth is just outside your comfort zone. So it's if you want to grow, you've got to put yourself in a situation where you do feel uncomfortable and you've got to do things you haven't done before to get results you haven't got before. That's it. That's it. I always love that Ray Kroc saying, you know, if you're green, you're growing. So, you know, keep yourself green. I like that. You're green, you're growing. That's it. Got to, got to listen to old Ray. Ray, sharp. Uncle Ray. Anyway. What, did you, what did you have uh, last night when I saw you out? I don't oh, think. Was man. that? Bit of Kentucky Fried. KFC. Oh, yeah. 
no, athlete. I don't normally partake, but I was off to rugby training, so I uh, felt like a good time to uh, you know, service the engine. Yeah. Give it some performance fuel. Yeah, rugby training was cancelled though, wasn't it? Yeah, so in the end I just had the KFC and went home, but... Well, hey. actually, you didn't go home. Well, what I did didn't go home. I actually went to the pub with Cam. But hey, look, uh, I was home, you know, very shortly after that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice job, mate. Yeah. Um, Nailed you're, it. You're an athlete. Athlete. Anyway, how do we do this? Yeah. So dialing for dollars is the process, and really, is it's just getting on the phone and asking people if there's any jobs they need done. Yeah. Uh, but as I said, there is a way to do this that is effective, and there's a way to do it that doesn't really work so well. Yep. And you know, it's best not just to jump on a call and say, "Oh, do you have any jobs I can do?" and sound a bit like you know a beggar on the street corner with your you know cap in hand, like, "Oh, please, sir, can I have a crumb of bread?" That that doesn't really work. Well, you do need to keep some positioning and credibility. Yeah. Uh, yep. So there's basically a way to ask that very question in a way where you keep the positioning and credibility and actually come off well and build value um, while asking for work, which yep. is which and, is great. And this is a really important. Uh, sales point because this is the pointy end of sales right mm. is uh, people you know if, if you sound desperate desperation kills sales more than anything they can smell desperation a mile off and the desperation can come off in the way you sound or if you take kind of a, a permissive tone or you use that upward inflection oh, at the that. end of every sentence that just doesn't work so you yeah. don't want to do that you want to do it in a way uh, that you come across as confident and you're asking without being needy and desperate yeah, nothing worse than being needy and desperate. And I suppose the big thing with this as well is once we have the right script, the next thing is that it is a numbers game. Um, you know, there are a percentage of people you're going to call uh, who are ready right now with jobs. It's the low-hanging fruit. It's like we said earlier. It's the people that are sitting around. You know, they've got stuff to do. Um, they just haven't got around to it. And when you call, they're actually ready to go, yeah, sweet, I've got this, you know, this, that, and the other thing ready for you. Um, you know, it's probably about 5 to 10% of the people you call. And so that's why the numbers game side is really, really important because if you call bugger all people, you'll get bugger all jobs. It's really that simple. Uh, you have to call a decent amount of people in order to really capitalise because, as we said, it might only be 5 to 10% of people that are actually ready with jobs now. Yeah, and that, that's important. So if there's only 10 people on your list, 5 to 10% is what? It's half to one. Yeah. And you might make nine calls and you haven't got any results and you're like, oh, this doesn't work. Yeah. Well, no, you just haven't played the numbers. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and and so you know, if you if you have thirty people on your thing, well, ten percent of that is three. Yeah. Uh, so you're more likely to get results. So numbers really count with sales. Yeah. And again, you call a hundred people and you get ten yeah, jobs. That's right. And I think the big thing with that is that then you're like, oh well, I've called those hundred people. I'm gonna run out of people to call eventually. I'm like, no, because you could call that same hundred numbers two months later, and there's a different ten percent that are ready with something. So. It's, you know, you can reuse those numbers. It actually doesn't exhaust the way you think it would. But end of the day, you do have to call a decent amount of people or you just won't get the capitalization on those numbers. Yeah, that leads to the really uh, pointy end of this. So you get it, you know, number numbers game helps, having a script, and maybe we'll talk about the script mm. uh, a bit later. But look, it's way easier to call warm to hot leads than it is to call cold leads. Oh, yeah. Okay, so if you just, you know, I was pretty crazy. I just grabbed numbers out of the phone book. Mm. Uh, but I'm a crazy guy, what can I say? <laughs> uh, so, um, but if you can do it to people who are warmer, then that's a great thing to do. So a key part of this process to dialing for dollars in your, you know, your service business or any business mm. is to cultivate the soil. So you, if you can do some work beforehand, it's going to give you much better results from the calling. And if someone wants to do business with you, there's a couple of things that need to happen. You know, they need to know you, they need to like you, and they need to trust you. That's important. Mm. We typically don't do business with people we don't know, like, and trust. 
Yeah, now, obviously not. The bigger the purchase, the more no like and trust there has to be. Yeah. If it's a smaller purchase, I mean that that factors back. It's like a continuum. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so the thing is, we want to actively warm up our leads on an ongoing basis. So if you think about it, if you think about maybe there's three circles. So the inner circle is your hot leads. Yeah. So that's your existing clients, uh, and probably some referrals. Yeah. So they're people who you do work with relatively regularly. We've done work with in the recent past, and yep. it's gone well. So they are the first people to call. They're your hot list. Yeah. Uh, so call them. Then the next circle out from there is your warm list. Uh, so that's your database. So you know maybe that's people that uh, you haven't done work for before, but they're on your database because they've inquired. Mm. They're people who are in your social media, so your Facebook, your Twitter, your TikTok, LinkedIn, all that sort of stuff. Past clients who maybe you know, haven't done work with for a while. Um, uh, my, so, so, so those are kind of the, the warm lists that, um, uh, or, or people you actually market to already as well. So maybe yeah. you're actually doing some marketing, uh, and so they you, you're not cold to them. You know, there's some no, maybe a little bit of like, maybe not heaps of trust yet, but it's starting to build. Yeah. And then the outer layer is the cold list. So that's people who don't know who you are uh, and who you've never really had any contact with. Yep. And look, you can build that list as well and drive them in towards the middle. Uh, and the cold list, you know, might drive buys, you know, might see a bunch of people, take a n- names and, and put them in your cold list. You can buy a list of people. Uh, from database companies, you can scrape the internet and there's people who, you know, grab everyone's details. Maybe you're targeting all the property managers or real estates in your area. You could get a list of those people yeah. to start, you know, nurturing. But what you want to do is actually consistently nurture this list so the people in the hot stay hot, the warms get warmer mm. because then when you go and telemarket to them, when you dial for dollars, your results are just going to skyrocket. Yeah, yeah. It actually goes from a 5 to 10% to maybe a 15 to 20% conversion. I think another thing I just want to point out here is in order to be doing that, we, we actually have done a previous episode on something that we call the Prospect Nurture System, which uh, which is a really good system for actually continuing to warm that database. And again, like you say, so that when you go to shake that tree, there's actually fruit in it. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, I think just a point I want to make is, um, guys, if you're not already building a list, you know, you should always be building a list, uh, always, you know, adding to that database and building up that, um, that base of numbers and emails that you've got. So, um... I think a tip with this is, you know, if you're running, you know, ads on social media, or if you know, maybe you have a web page with an inquiry field or something like that. Um, maybe it's on landing pages from Google Ads, whatever. You, you'll be collecting inquiries, and when you do that, you know, there are people that sometimes they'll take an email address, or sometimes they take a phone number. And I'd really encourage you to always take both. Um, reason being is because when you've got the email address. You can continue to warm up those leads through your prospect nurture system, and when you have the phone number, you can dial for dollars when you need to. But it's the it's the capture of both that's really important. Um, I have seen a lot of people whose uh, inquiry fields on their websites will have one or the other. Please make sure you have both. It helps you to build a yeah, list. Yeah, massive, massive. So the thing is, uh, even if you don't actively kind of nurture your future clients at the moment, you'll still have people on your coal, uh, your your hot list. Yeah, it's your existing clients or your warm list, your people in your kind of orbit who know you are. So they're the first people that you target. Yeah. Uh, but if you do some work consistently, then there'll be more people in the hot and warm list who you can tell you know telemarket or dial to dollars, dial for dollars when you actually need to. Yeah, that's right. And then the next thing is when you do actually dial for dollars, um, have a script. Please have a script. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that way you avoid the awkward call. You uh, basically call up and say, "Hi, um, it's Phil here. Um, you've never heard of me, but." Uh, can I have some work? Yeah. 
Have you got any jobs going? Probably won't go so well, and uh, don't won't do anything for your credibility. So we have a we have a pretty awesome script that um has a pretty awesome track record, which we uh, use with our members. Yeah, uh, maybe we could go through that. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's four parts to the script. So you need an introduction. It's absolutely critical when you're you know dialing for dollars that you come across confident. Yeah, confident is is critical. So we call it confident and funny. Yeah. Well, uh, really, sales is a transference of confidence. Yeah. So if you don't have any confidence, you won't create confidence yeah. in what you do, yeah. and they can't buy that confidence. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if you do Google Ads or any other type of marketing, you're doing the same thing. You're asking for a job. So it's just at arm's length. Yeah. So, you know, what's what's wrong with actually doing it directly speaking to someone? It's just like the same thing, but just a little bit more close and personal. So you want to be confident and funny. And uh, I suggest you do something like this. Hey, is that the famous Phil? Yeah, and just that line, just saying the famous Phil. What does Phil do? He chuckles and he's like, "Oh no, no not, not, not I don't really. know what you oh, mean about famous." Yeah, you famous. Yeah, uh, and humor and confidence just unlocks people's defenses. They're like, "Well, this person's a little different." Yeah, you now have a conversation. Now again, you might be listening to that and thinking, "God, it's so, so cheesy. cheesy. Oh, I'd never say that." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's why this doesn't work for you, bro." Like. <laughs> Seriously, the cheese works. The cheese is funny. Uh, the cheese is cheesy because it's cheesy. It's funny because it's cheesy and it works because it's cheesy. So yep. please do it. Yep. So that, that intro, confident and funny, is really important. And then you just need to build a little bit of rapport. So you just introduce yourself and uh, you just create a connection point. Uh, and yep. there's lots of ways you can do that. You could say something like, hey, I was driving past your site at you know, Timber Street. How's the project going? Hey, I saw one of your vans driving around this morning and I thought of you. Maybe, hey, I saw you post on Facebook about blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Or oh, I was talking to Phil and I didn't realise we, were, you know, you were friends. Yeah. Whatever it is. Oh, I was, hey, I was thinking of you this morning. Maybe Wait. just don't say I was thinking of you in the shower. That'd be a bit weird. But other than that, go for gold. It's only weird if you make it weird. Well, yeah. it's all about what you do with your eyebrows while you say it. Eyebrows right. up, it's all right. Eyebrows down, it's uh, menacing and is it? predatory. What about one eyebrow up, one eyebrow down? Well, well you're not the that. rock, bro, so uh, just rain it I in. I can mate. do that. Rain it in. All right. time. Yeah. Uh, so you just want to create some rapport so you can have a brief conversation. Yep. Because uh, it's weird just to go for the kill straight away. Yeah, 100%. The next part is you just take control of the call. This is really important. So don't let the call go on for 10 minutes of chit-chat because they'll be knowing you're re- calling for a reason. So short rapport, quick conversation, get down to the point. People respect that. Yeah. Like weak salespeople talk way too much. Strong salespeople Cut to the chase. Well, weak salespeople try to pretend they're not selling you anything. Yeah, which is which is just weak. It is, and, weak, and it's yeah. and it's obvious. It doesn't fool anybody. In fact, it makes you seem like a weasel. That's right. So don't do that. Weasel. Weasel. A weasel. Anyway, so uh, what you can do is you, you just take control of the call and you get to the point. And say, hey, look, uh, I should get to the point. Reason I'm calling, we've got a favor to ask. Uh, and then you just ask. Say, hey, maybe you could say something like, hey, we've got a gap in our work. Uh, the next couple of weeks, wondering if you've got any jobs you need help with at the moment. Yeah. And then just shut up, say nothing. Yeah. Let them think, let them talk. Yeah, don't keep explaining or anything like that. Just stop at that point. Yep, and they'll say one or two things. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have, or oh, we might do. Or they'll say, no, we haven't, no problem. Uh, yeah. And then you finish up, that's it. So you just need a good intro, build a little rapport, take control and ask. Yeah, Just that's a, simple. in a pretty straightforward way, and that works incredibly well. Killer script and super, super easy to do, but have a script and follow it, or otherwise uh, you can get off track and start to lose that positioning and confidence, which is you know a real killer. I think the next thing is uh, basically about mastering the inner game. So 
I mean, like we mentioned earlier, I think the thought, the very thought of just getting on the phone and calling people, it can freak you out. Like, we have to master that in a mind game in order to be good at this, but more importantly, to actually just start, because <laughs> that's, you know, starting is going to stop most people. Um, and at the bottom, um, it really what it's going to get to is, you know, sales is going to tap into that, you know, deep human fear of rejection. So it doesn't matter what type of sales you're in, um, that's going to be something that's that's on your mind. What if they say no? Uh, which is like a psychological death, you know, but the fact is it doesn't actually kill you, right, to, to hear a no. Um, and in fact, like, if you know, one thing I find helpful is if I know 5 to 10% of people are probably going to say yes to this, well, if I make 10 calls and the first six say no, I'm like, awesome, I must be getting close, which is, uh, you know, it, it helps you to keep dialing and helps you to keep on. Um, but I think the big thing here is that that rejection is is going to be really, really you know, scary, and, and, and it's going to be easy to get as well, but it's the fear that's the problem. If you can master this, uh, basically you can use that confidence gained in every area of your business and life, so whether it's asking for money or asking for work, dealing with difficult clients or team members, dealing with difficult clients, as we said, is, is something which is always scary if it's something that's gone wrong with a job or maybe they haven't paid you on time. I mean, these are all things where it's that that inner psychological game yeah, that you that, have to be able to this win. Is, this is the key to success. And as we said, you know, the the win, the gain, the the results are in the uncomfortableness. Yeah. But here's the, it's, it's like, you know, when you're a young fellow or a young lass, you're asking someone out. Like, it's kind of scary. Yeah. And that's because there's rejection involved. But if someone says no to you, you've, you're like, oh, I actually didn't die. That wasn't, yeah, that wasn't that terrible. Yeah. Uh, it's the fear of the rejection that is the problem. Yeah. That's what locks you up. The actual rejection is, oh, Oh, it's still it's actually not that bad once oh, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly with making calls, it's like you'll. F- it's like that's actually nothing. It's the fear of it that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's recognizing that is huge. Mastering that in a game is is massive, and mm. we can actually use pain and pleasure here. Uh, you know, you can actually get some leverage on yourself to think about well, if I don't make these calls, what's the what's the situation going to be like? Well, I'm not going to have work. You know, I'm going to start getting light on revenue that could affect cash flow, and so you up the the kind of uh, pain in your own mind about yep. not taking action that can really help push you to actually take the action uh, you need to. Yeah, yeah, no, it's huge. And I think as well, before you pick up the phone, like get in the right state because um, the state that you're in will really come across through the phone and project how you actually uh, sound and how you come across. So I think, you know, you have to get a way to deal with that fear and procrastination and a good way, like I said, is getting that right mental and emotional state because success in using the phone you know, it's not actually so much about what you say, although that, you know that does help a lot. It's important. It's more how you come across. So, are you confident, assured, and professional rather than like timid, weak, and awkward? Uh, so, a bunch of ways you can get in state. Number one, before you jump on the phone, just actually smile. Like, just put a big shit-eating grin on your face. Um, I think the big thing with that is that when you smile, uh, you know, try this if you if you're listening. Uh, you know, pause the recording uh, and try saying something with a smile on your face and listen to how it sounds and then try saying something with a frown on your face, listen to how it sounds. Like your voice, your tone of voice will very much follow your, your facial expression. Uh, and on top of that, just, you know, just remind yourself, stand up tall uh, if you can at your phone, stand up tall, puff your chest out, shoulders back, feeling good, you know, really looking at yourself in a positive light, big smile on your face and then pick up the phone and dial, you'll come across so much more confident and it will make all the difference. Yeah, like standing up is a great thing to do. We often make calls when we're walking around. Uh, so just sitting down, hunched over a desk is not way to, a great way to do it. If you're going to sit down, sit down with your feet on the desk, leaning back so you're relaxed, or yep. get up and walk around, which is how most of us make our phone calls uh, anyhow. Exercise, you know, if you make your calls after you've been to the gym, you'll smash it. 
Yeah. Uh, because you're just in a good state. You have a different uh, even, energy. Yeah, breath work, some you know, short, sharp in-breaths, kind of the Wim Hof stuff. Can yep. really change your energy as well. Even affirmations like I'm a sales legend. You know, I make calls and I make money. I uh, love money and money loves yeah, me. I, like yeah. I'm an absolute sales ninja and everyone is delighted to hear my you know, my voice. All those affirmations can really make a big difference. Yeah. Uh, and that's what great salespeople do, just like great uh, you know, sports performers, they yeah deal with the with the inner game. Yeah. So so important. So I mean, basically to get started, we need a list. That's yep. the key thing. So get a list and get three lists. Start with your hot list, call them first. Then have your warm list, call them second, and then you got your cold list, you call them, you know, third. Yeah. And the aim is to get the cold people into the into the warm list through. I like you. how you said third, because it's not last. You'll do this again sometimes. So uh there, yeah, is, there and, is no last. Yeah, you I mean there's, there's never there's never a limit of people you can hit up, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's people on the cold list. And then you just make the calls and you bank the money. Yeah. Too easy. Too easy. All right. Well let's land this plane. All right. Using telephone is the shortest and cheapest way uh, to get your next job. Get your dialing for dollar system sorted so that it's good to go when you need it and start warming up those clients now. Thanks for listening, team. We'll catch you all again next time. See you later. Next week on the Profitable Tradie Podcast, we're digging into a bunch of mistakes I've made on my personal business journey and how avoiding these mistakes will save you a bunch of stress and hassle as well as make you a whole lot more profit. Congratulations on being part of a select group of savvy business owners who are taking their businesses to the next level. And to help you on your journey, don't forget to check out our show notes for a copy of our free book, The Profitable Tradie, and other valuable resources. Thanks for being a part of this special group, and we'll see you in the next episode of The Profitable Tradie Podcast.